Hey everyone, and welcome to Make Things Make Sense. On today's episode, Josh and I are going to make sense of growing through the tough times. It's episode 22 of the 24 that we'll be releasing this year, but 22 is a very special number for my dear business partner, Josh. And that's why we're going to open up a bit today. It's been a rough year for both of us from a personal perspective, from a business perspective. Um, If Josh doesn't mind me saying, I think after seven years of working together, we had our first proper disagreements and and we've learned a lot from it. You know, we've come out on the other side and and today we're going to open up about that. So for those of you that are in businesses with business partners, in very close-knit teams, best friends with your managers, wondering going, what it's like going through some real deep shit in your personal lives and how that can impact your work life, we've been through that this year and yeah, we're going to open up. So for the first time ever, I'm actually going to ask this question on the podcast. Josh, how are you? Hey, Alex. <laughs> How am I? I'll tell you what, let me not answer the question straight away. But one thing I've commented on lately, and I've actually started calling people out on it, a question asked on the, on the daily basis is, hey, Josh, all good? And I'm like, all good, all good. Lately, I started paying more attention to life. I've started looking deeper and listening more, sometimes speaking less, surprise, surprise. And when I just feel like this question should be eradicated from our go-to question. Uh, hey, all good, especially at business conferences um, or out and about, you know, all good. How the hell is all good? You know, that's just almost, I, I just, it started to piss me off when people say it's, it. It's starting the conversation with a lie. Yes, yeah, everything and, in my and, life and, is and good. The default answer <laughs> is, yeah, all good. Yeah. How the hell can that be possible? That what's what's worth that, What what's worse than that is? Hey, how are you? Busy. Oh, that one. That one I've eradicated now. From, from from I think I told you about this in the first. Busy is that is that the default answer that you really want to be putting out there about yourself? How are you? Busy. That means leave me alone. If you really think again, I start thinking a layer deeper, a layer deeper, and it also means I'm not ready for more opportunity. Yeah. I'm not I'm not available to grow because I'm busy. Yeah, so just. Now I can answer your question. I'm good enough, yeah. Um, been through some shit, to be honest, this year. Um, it's been tough, I'm not going to lie. And I'm very happy to open up about some of my experiences on this episode, being episode 22, in the year 2022. 22 is a very special number to me and to my girl, Georgia, and I, thought, I felt it would be poetic uh, and symbolic to utilize this episode to share something that most people wouldn't talk about, but um, I, I feel like it's the right thing to do for me to share this message. So thank you for uh, giving me episode 22. It means a lot to me. Um, now, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've, I've always been a very positive person. My grandmother always tells me it can't be good all the time. Say the truth. And I'm like, it's good. I'm great. Yeah. Uh, so that was I think one. we both learned it's not always good. Yeah. So the dispute that we had uh, ongoing, really, me and my dear grandmother, massive inspiration. Uh, so this time, I think I can say things haven't been good um, this year. Um, let me start by connecting the symbolism of the number 22. 
So 22 became a special number to me about five years ago. It wasn't always, but this was the beautiful home that I bought, my first uh, property acquisition, number 22, at St. Julian's. I was uh, remarkably proud, incredibly proud of this purchase of my house. Um, it was a sick house, I have to say. I've been to there on many different occasions and we always had a great time, beautiful space. 22, man, it was my home. In fact, you, I bought a silver sign with number 22 that lit up so bright you could see it from the other side of Malta, which for those listening internationally, Malta's not that big, but it's big enough to not see a bright light <laughs> <laughs> across the other side of the island. What happened is... Um, it's a long story short, I got, uh, I lost my house this, the, this end of last year, this year, 22 is no longer uh, home to me. Um, I don't want to go into all the details because it's not the relevance of the topic, but some construction work was done. My house got uh, water damage, which revealed a bigger problem to the structure of the home with the beams. And it was uh, deemed dangerous by an architect. Uh, by structural engineer actually uh, Mr. Kalea thank you very much uh, for your help and we had to evacuate the house pretty quickly so we lost our home and yeah thank you Philip and Jenna put us up in an apartment of theirs but it's just not the same as home you know and that was really hard really challenging for us and through this this is the <laughs> call it the trough if we look at peaks and troughs, which put me through a lot of uh, amazing learnings and growth. I guess shit happens, you know, life is hard. Pain is inevitable, it will come. It, uh, life isn't a straight line upwards, you know, it's more like a roller coaster or a zigzag. Growth is optional, however, you know, it's your choice. So what's crazy to me, and I just, I just realized this, is that this year, you lost number 22 and your plans have gone off track. And this year I lost my home, number 23, Sea View. <laughs> so I had my plans which went off track, but it wasn't, um, let's put it diplomatically, it wasn't the structural damage to the house, it was the structural damage to the relationship that had the house, you know, and, and how that was moving forward. And I think both of us were severely displaced this year um, for, for, for many different reasons, you know. I mean, I bring up COVID a lot because I think I was really impacted by it mentally, but I really feel like our business actually for some, for many reasons, felt the brunt force of it this year, as opposed to like all the goodwill we built up over the other six years carried us through. And then this year we just kind of, we just kind of got hit by it. And then as both the directors losing number 22 and number 23, and I can't believe the, let's call it a coincidence, you know, it, there was a lot of personal and business related external pressures that we could only control so far. And then one thing, you know, one of my favorite coaches, I think it'll be the third or fourth time I've called him out on this podcast, Mr. Julian Atzapardi taught me, was look at everything that's going on in the world and then focus on what you can really control and only look at that. And I think you and I took that to heart and, and it probably got us through a lot of this year from our own personal focus of what is it that we can focus on and, and, and how do we make the best out of some shitty situations. I would like us to, as, as we go through um, today's sort of opening up, talk about our individual values. Um, I know my values have become a lot more cemented 
um, this year and I've really worked on them. I, I feel like you have too. So um, yeah, I just wanted to interject it that slight thing of I can't believe you are 22 and I had 23 C view. Uh, FW Ryan, if anyone's Googling it, I don't live there anymore. And, and that actually was my address. Mm. And we must have lost them like two, three months apart. Mm. You say coincidence. That's something I'm starting to believe less in more. Uh, the, the, the more I uh, experience life, the less I believe in coincidence. I went, I went on quite a wild purpose run, let's call it, with like, why am I here? What's the point of this existence? Well, how can I do good? How can I? I, I took it a bit far, to, uh, trying to save the planet and take all the plastic out of the sea and stop the bees from being extinct and feed the starving children in the, uh, in the Philippines and help everyone all the time. And For those <laughs> that think Josh is on a ramble there, what he actually means is helping out at Wave of Change, which is uh, uh, a group that he's been uh, well, very, very supportive of, Mission of Love, which is um, supporting his father's um, schools in, in um, the Philippines and a whole bunch of others. So he's, he's shortcutting it, but he has dedicated a lot of time to these causes. So I just add that in there for, for, the, for the sake the, of the, the listener. The, the thing is, listen, as, if, you can't, if, if you can't look after yourself, you can't help anyone else, yeah. right? This is something I learned. You have to have your own health in check, physical and mental health. And I got carried away trying to do so much good in many ways that it became bad on my own health. And this is, aside from losing the house, uh, 22, there's many, much more shit went down this year. Like uh, you and I had a bit of a tough time together, Alex, and... Uh, we lost a, our, a, a big contract that had a huge financial implication on our business, um, which made us work, have to work harder. So every time you think things are in place and you can ta start taking a step back and elevating out, boom, slammed right back into it. Mix in a pretty aggressive burnout in the middle, uh, which put me out of work for about 10 days or, or, or so. Uh, it's been a hard year. And what I want to take this this is not a pity this is not a sob story I, I don't i don't want anyone's sympathy i don't need it what i want to do is just extend that message that chances are you're gonna go you're gonna be going through some hard time as well you have been you maybe are maybe will be and the, it's it's about how do we what do we what what are the opportunities of going through a tough time and how can we grow through these periods um one thing i'll just say tough times they they don't last forever you know in a roller coaster there's ups and downs and uh things will turn around uh, and, and you know what i think as shit is happening throughout your life you sort of build out a tolerance to it oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, for sure. in the beginning when i was going through let's call it my displacement i couldn't see the woods through the trees i didn't know what i was doing i was like how do i tackle all of this and so i just went back to okay, what, is, what do I have right now? I need to figure out who I am as, you know, just me. What are my values? And then based on my values, what is my purpose? And start moving towards. And we talk a lot about this stuff in, in brands and with, uh, with companies and clients, but I just started applying it to myself. Yeah. I have to admit, I watched like 50,000 TED Talks, <laughs> did, did all of the exercises that they suggested, but it is really what helped me cement and solidify what is an Alex. You know, yeah, what man. is an Alex Thompson Mitzi? And it's based out of three main values and my, and my current purpose of, of just wanting to help 
teams operate more efficiently. That's how I feel valued for some reason, helping people solve problems, whether it's our own company, whether it's other companies. If I can help you guys solve a problem and not be the problem solver anymore, but facilitate it, then for some reason I feel a ton of value. And Well, that's your purpose. That's yeah. your why. So every brand, every business has a why, should have a why, some know it, some don't. Every person has a why too. Anyone who says we don't have a why, we're just here to exist, I don't agree with that. I think you have a why. And this, like, if you don't know what your why is, the way Alex just described his, uh, you just think about this. My why is to reach my potential. That makes it really easy. That could be everyone's why, and it's open-ended. Um, and then in order to reach your potential, you must grow. This is... Uh, the, the theory of actually John Maxwell, not mine, so I won't take the credit. And in order to grow, growth can happen either accidentally or intentionally. Accidental growth is normally not the kind of growth you want. It, it could be uh, on the weighing scale or your, your, your beard going, growing out. You know, these grow, if you don't grow intentionally, you may grow in ways that are out of control. But if you get intentional about your growth, you start thinking, this is what I'm growing into. These are, this is why, um, even more importantly, and this is what it will be like once I grow. Pain, pain and tough times are a perfect place to build up strength, resilience, and grow out of, right? If, if everything's all good, like, hey, all good? Yeah, all good. Then where's the challenge? Yeah. Where, you know, growth stops uh, when, the when the elasticity of where you want to be and where you are, it becomes loose. So then you stop trying. And really your self-esteem is a huge part of this. Uh, like Alex watched 50,000 TED Talks. I've read about 10,000 e-books e <laughs> summaries. I don't read the whole book always, but then when I love it, I go, I go into more depth. But I've done some really deep research into psychology and into the brain and the mind. And if you're going through a tough time or even if in, in your everyday life, control your thoughts. Your thoughts are so important and because they are what reflect into your self-esteem. So if you think you can't do it, you won't even try. If I say, I can never be, I can never be this, then you've accepted your fate. You can't do it. For instance, if I say, I can never run a marathon, I never will run a marathon. So you have to really control your thoughts. It's very easy to get negative, but staying positive would be my biggest advice. So like... If you are wanting to get out of a tough time, take stock take, like you said, really, wh wh who is an Alex? What is an Alex? I love the way you asked that. So take stock take of your situation. Know what, know what the deal is, right? Then really fine tune your, your values, your, your core. This is what is important to me, non-negotiable. I am, bum, 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 I value. That, will, that, you can't, that can't change, that's your DNA, right? And then, I would uh, really focus on looking at where you want to be through this process. So just take my house as an example. I lost my house. I'm in a small apartment, which does, I, it's taught me a lot about modesty and humility. I know what kind of property I want. I visualize that and I'm working towards making that happen. So losing the home is a growth opportunity to get the next home that I feel I deserve.
Man, there's something I really just wanted to say. So I can't replicate exactly what you said about the elasticity. Can you say that part again? Yeah, so growth stops when the, elast- when the elasticity of where we are and where we're aiming to be becomes loose. Like when the- Okay, and so to me, what I hear from that is about taking life for granted. That's just how it tra- translated into my head. And I'm sure probably when we first met, um, I mean, you can listen to the How Josh and I Met podcast, which is like number, number one or two or something. Number one, yeah. But, um, but I think in that, you know, you had said sort of what's your ambition, what's your drive? And I've always had this thought process, this kind of saying about my snow, my, my snow globe, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a cool theory. And so, and so I forgot about the snow globe when, <laughs> when COVID kicked in, I think. And, and this is really what happened. So my thought of life is that life is, every, every individual life is like a snow globe. And you have your own individual one and you're there and you're sort of like sitting on the shelf and you're sort of looking out at all the other snow globes, which are all the other people. And the trick of it is to always keep it slightly shaken. So you're just always shaking it up bit by bit. But the moment you are too comfortable in your home, you know, the moment you're taking your house for granted, the moment you're taking your partner for granted, business partner or, or romantic, the moment you're taking your friends for granted, the moment you're taking your own work for granted, you know, all of those things which you think you're in absolute control of, okay, maybe not your friends, but you know, you feel like you are. If you let the snow settle, life is going to come and shake it because everybody wants to shake a snow globe. If it's already been shaken, you go look for one that isn't. <laughs> and I think it's just a sort of, I'm not going to say the natural order of things, but things do shake. And so when you said the elasticity, I was just thinking, yeah, when you, when you take things for granted and you stop growing, you stop shaking your snow globe yeah, yourself and you let gone. everything settle. Here's where problems, you know, making, what is it saying? Mountains out of molehills because if everything's settled and you're not dealing with any problems, then like you break your phone and it's like the worst thing in the world. But for me right now, going through everything I am, man, you could snap my laptop in half and th- throw my phone down the toilet. Okay, big deal whatever you know it's not the end of the world because everything else is such a much bigger deal but what i'm saying is you know it's like your problems are always relevant to everything else that's going on in your life and if you're always growing and you're trying to learn new things and push yourself and you're actually stressing yourself then the other stresses of life that come at you are going to seem smaller so to not get stressed out by life stress yourself out by growing yeah you know i guess that's the outcome that i'm coming is, here isn't with. it much better to have uh, intentional growth growing where you where you are planning to grow where you want to grow rather than someone coming and shaking shit up but uh, that's like you're in control of it and like like julian said you need to focus on what you can control not what you can't uh, so <laughs> wild wild uh, wild concept exploring the sort of idea of um time travel right so obviously you can't predict the future right obviously you can't you can't tell nobody knows what's going to happen in the future right it's very easy to predict the past <laughs> the, uh, everyone goes, i told you so i told you that was good. i can predict the past no problem but you can't predict the future it's very hard people try sometimes you get it wrong now a quote from the legendary steve jobs the best way to predict the future is to invent it now i believe that you can to a certain extent predict your own future invent your own future create your own future i am going to have a house where i can entertain you and our team for a beautiful 
dinner and drinks. Right now, there's no way you'd fit in my apartment. Do I know exactly how? No. And you need to leave space for interpretation. But if I said, I'm going to be stuck homeless forever, or this is the best I can do, that's what it will be because I've stopped my ambition to grow. One book that um, a, a dear friend uh, and one of our clients, Carl McAuliffe, told me to read um, uh, The Morning Miracle. Now this man, Carl, he is a mad visionary. I hope one day we will get him on this podcast because he is on onto it, you know. He told me to read The Morning Miracle. I read it. It's incredible. There's this thing called savers, life savers, right? And if you're going through a shit time, get either read The Morning Miracle or Google savers. I'm going to tell you what they are quickly now, but this is how you should start your day, uh, according to this book. Start with silence. Do not get up and running and checking your phone. Just start in silence, sit there, spend about five minutes in quiet. So S for silence. S for silence. A, affirmation. Tell yourself positive things. I can do this. I am, I am amazing. I am amazing. <laughs> or I got this. You know, don't say I will not. No. Then you visualize. You can visualize your day. If you have an important meeting, you can visualize that meeting going exactly to plan. I practice this every single day now since I've read this book. I had a very important meeting. I, I replayed it in my head a few times. It went to plan. I visualize. I, it's like I did it already. So that's visualize. That's V. So S, silence. A, affirmation. V, visualize. E, exercise. Earn your morning shower. Sweat in the morning. Um, you could do five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, or you could do you could do a more, whatever it is, just sweat. That gets your body moving. And then the R and the E are read and scribe. In the digital world, sometimes I listen to ebooks and scribe on my Apple Notes, but that is savers. And I swear by it, it's not my research, but it's really had a positive impact in keeping me looking forward. What I'd like to pick on is, you know, you're talking about the, uh, the sort of predicting it. And sometimes, it, it's crazy, you know, now that we've been in business together for like seven years, and then I had worked with Duncan for like seven years, you know, so it's like I've been doing different companies for a really long time now. And and so when you start talking about like five-year stories, they actually do fit into your life and you start, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm aging a bit. So I'll I, I touch on two things. One thing you said is you can predict, and, and you said this in the workshop you ran for us last time, you can predict your future, like you could predict you're going to have a six-pack in two years, but you have to hold yourself accountable to getting that six-pack. straight. So I thought that was awesome. So then I started thinking like, okay, this year is, is as you said, a transformational year. And I started thinking, why the hell did I agree to build this company with you? What was it that we wanted to do? And I remember, and I, I sat back and I said, wow, my, my vision of my own life really changed. The original purpose of, of building a fully digital company where we barely even have business cards, you know, hopefully soon we won't with the new eco-friendly digital side of things, um, you know, was to, was to build something that could sustain the life that we wanted to live, to be able to travel, for you to go to the Philippines and contribute, for me to be able to see the world. And, and it was really interesting while now going through this transitionary phase in my life, I said, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> like right now, I have nothing but unlimited freedom, right? So, you know, I have whatever I need. I've got 
I've got whatever I need to do whatever I want to do. So I've sort of set out to do the thing that we set out or I set out in this adventure with you to accomplish seven years ago. And this year, you know, I'll go and do that traveling. And so I did predict the future five, six, seven years ago, but I stopped holding myself accountable to do it. Of course, I could blame COVID, but I know so many people that travel the world and did it for super cheap because they took advantage of it. So now it's like I predicted something and I think where I didn't like listen to what I always do is I don't have some form of vision board or some form of list to follow. And this is where Josh and I differ, you know, for me, if I have things on a list, if I have them set out as tasks, I will accomplish them. Nowhere did I ever write, build a business so that I can go and travel the world. And I just remembered it. I was like, what, why, why am I doing all but of you, this? So, so it's, you say like, you, you set this out seven years ago for yourself and now you've accomplished it. You kind of, you, I'm going to go and prove that it gonna, works, that this company will be just fine with me on two or three different time zones, right? And Over you, a few months. You lost sight of that goal in your conscious mind, but your subconscious didn't. That's true. So your, your neocortex Stopped thinking about it because you were thinking about so much other shit that you. I was thinking about you know imagine surviving, kids. <laughs> surviving is, is 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 enough you know in this climate, but your subconscious is more powerful and it will bring to you the things that that you really put in into yeah. it. So this and is, I fed that thought process a lot. So it's, yeah. it's it's interesting how it's bounced back and savers in savers lifesavers morning miracle you would visualize not. I'm gonna try. You would visualize the taste of that yeah. coconut. Yeah, coconut on the beach. On the beach, yeah. you know, you can actually taste it yeah. if you visualize. And but yeah, this this is really the message I wanted to share, and I hope like it's inspiring to anyone that listens to it. And if, if it resonates with you, I, I'm really happy to speak to you on a, on, a, on a deeper level, one on one. Whoever you are, I just wanna my my why is to inspire people. Uh, to be better than they were, to reach their, to get closer to reaching their true potential. And I believe that's the purpose of life. A very deep quote by Aristotle, I may butcher it slightly, but it's where the needs of the world and your skills li- uh, cross lies your purpose. Uh, so you, you collaborate, co- combining your skill set with the needs of the world, that is your purpose. In order to do that, you need to grow to reach your potential so your skills can be unlocked to a greater level to have more impact on your business, so your family, your life, those in need, your communities. And that's been a big learning curve for me. And I am very happy to be where I am, but I'll be even happier when I will be where I will be. So that's that's it for me really, yeah. That's it. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. So this has been uh, episode 22 in the year 2022. Today we've uh, spoken about, you know, growing through the tough times. We've, uh, you know, opened up a bit about ourselves on our personal relationships and lives and things that have, have sent us off astray, how that impacted our relationship, how how financial issues in the business also, you know, caused us to burn out and do things. But in the end, by um, focusing on our values, focusing on our purposes, employing new um, tricks like savers and and just trying to focus on our own well-being is enabling us to be back in a place where we can not only take care of ourselves but take care of others and and get right back on track so as always we really hope this has been of value to you we appreciate your time thank you so much for listening and please share this with just one person you know needs to hear